Hey dreamers, welcome to the Dream Planning Podcast. If you've been led here, I believe it was on purpose. You are created and loved by God and your life is full of purpose. If you've been sitting in a season of searching or unfulfillment and you're ready to change your life and hear from God, this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Polly Payne, the CEO and founder of Horatio Printing, and I'm here to lead you in tactical, practical, faith-led trainings to help make your God-sized dreams a reality in your life and your business. Your dreams matter because you matter. So open up your planner, pour a cup of coffee, and let's dream together. Welcome back. I'm so excited to dive into this four-part dream series on the podcast. I'm going to be doing four episodes all about dreaming and I'm starting with this one. This was actually supposed to be a three-part series but I had an amazing conversation today with my dear friend Tracy Wren who is amazing and we really started talking about all things new age and dreaming and this question popped up like is dreaming new age and are Christians supposed to dream? And I know for a lot of the people in the Horatio Printing family or folks that are listening to the Dream Planning podcast, you might say, well, obviously God wants you to fulfill your big God-sized dreams and dreaming is good. But I want to really dive into this question because it is such a great question. And if you're asking yourself, okay, what is quote unquote new age? Um, I'm just going to give you a very, very poor definition, but new age is basically anything that has to do with, in my opinion, like the law of attraction, manifestation. Honestly, it can really dive into like witchcraft and stuff like things that um, are not of God, but teaching people in the sense of self-development and growth outside of God and Jesus. So the law of attraction is something um, I remember learning about that when I watched The Secret think I watched that back in 2010 or so when I was in sales because my boss was like you should look into this it'll help your sales grow and I also read like the power of now and so I had read some new age stuff um, in my early early 20s um, and at the end of college um, that was fascinating but not from God and so I've definitely um rebuked like the law of attraction and the concept of manifestation outside of God. And so that's one of the things I talked about at the Dreamer Summit, if you were there when we created our vision boards of who who we are becoming in Christ. Um, It's very different than a manifestation board. And so Anywho, that's kind of a concept of New Age. If you're interested more in the New Age stuff, I would go check out Tracy Wren. Check out her podcast. It's amazing. It's called Faith to Freedom. So let's talk about dreaming. Let's talk about dreaming because there's a lot of discussion around this. And I want to give you my ultimate opinion on this because I firmly, 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 firmly believe that you are designed to dream. You are designed to dream both when you go night, night (laughs) and you're designed to dream for your life and who you're becoming in Christ. And let me tell you why you have an incredible brain that God has gifted you. You are created in the image of God in Genesis chapter one, the very, very beginning God's creating the heavens and the earth and the butterflies and the stars and the moon. And he said in verse 26, so God said, let us 
make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the animals, over all the creatures, and move along the ground. Verse 27 says, So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. And so if you are created in the image of God, and he actually says, let us make mankind in our image. So that's Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You are created in the image of Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You have divine creativity and you have a very powerful mind. It's in our DNA and in our humanity to dream and to risk and to create. Think about mankind over the centuries. You know, they've created cars. They've created toilet paper. Like, thank God somebody dreamed up toilet paper. You know, thank God somebody dreamed up, insert your favorite thing, your car, your television, like uh, running water, pipe systems, engineering, airplanes, like mankind, because we're created in the image of God, we have dreams and we create things. I'm so thankful for the first person that created a planner because then it inspired me to create a planner specifically for Christians to use their time intentionally and become who they're called to become. But here's, here's the tricky part with dreaming. You have been given a powerful, amazing mind by God. And you have power in that, in your mind. Your mind can dream up evil, flesh, selfish, awful dreams. Like we know this because we see what, what terrorists do. You know, we see um, what white supremacists do. We, we see people having really nasty dreams and really nasty thoughts. We've even experienced that, right? You've had some nasty dreams and thoughts, right? Um, and here, here's my other caveat. I think everyone is dreaming, whether you think we're not supposed to be dreaming or we are supposed to be dreaming. You can't help but dream. You can't help but have thoughts and expectations and ideas for your future. You just might not be having good dreams. You're, you're probably having really negative dreams. It's it's in our nature to to create scenarios and stories that can be negative, which is um, anxiety inducing, and so and very limiting. So our mind, this power in our mind, can create really evil dreams. Our mind can also create really amazing, wonderful, pure, gentle, kind, loving, godly dreams. And it's truly up to you what you create in your mind. And that is where you have to take every thought captive and submit it to the will of Christ and surrender it to God. And okay, well, how do I make sure that I'm having godly dreams? How do I make sure I'm having pure, gentle, kind, good dreams for my life? Well, you have to start with the most foundational dream first. And this is what I am just so, so passionate for helping people. And when I was creating the dream crafting course, I felt so much opposition against what I was teaching um, spiritually from people. I just really felt like it was under attack. And I'm so glad I followed through in obedience in creating this course because the people that have already gone through it, halfway through it, three quarters through it, have had so much soul, spiritual freedom in the course. 
as they pursue their wholeness and health. So here's the foundational dream. This is the number one dream. When I'm telling you to dream big, when I'm telling you to dream a God-sized dream, this is the foundational dream. Number one, ready? It's the dream of you. It's a dream to have a whole and healthy life. That is the number one dream we have to pursue intentionally. Having a whole and healthy life isn't a dream that's going to fall into your lap. You're not going to wake up tomorrow and go, wow, now my life is whole and healthy. You can be saved by Jesus and have eternal salvation. You can have your sins wiped away. You can have full freedom in Christ. And that's amazing. That's that is the ultimate dream. That is the big thing that God that Jesus came to fulfill as a need that we needed as humanity. But if you're going to then step forward as a new creation and have health in all areas of your life, you have to change the way you are living and how you're spending your time, especially in this day and age when we are creatures of distraction and habit and we have so many things bombarding us. The core dream, the foundational dream is for you to be healthy spiritually, to be healthy mentally, to be healthy physically, to have a healthy relationship, have a healthy marriage, healthy friendships, to if you're a mom to have healthy motherhood uh, with integrity, to have integrity in your business or your professional life to walk out in integrity to work hard to be honest to have integrity and health in your home to have integrity in the way you're stewarding your finances this is all the areas of your life that make up you and if certain areas of your life are depleted and uh toxic and neglected and filled with undealt with trauma and you are walking depleted, you're walking hurt, you're walking broken, you're walking with a lot of pain and indifference, you're not going to be able to step into your full calling and your full purpose. I believe God wants you to be healthy. I believe he wants you to create a life and a schedule that ultimately brings you health. Think about your spiritual life. If your spiritual life isn't healthy, your relationships aren't going to be healthy. Your mental health isn't going to be right. Your physical health isn't going to be right. And if your physical health isn't healthy, your spiritual life isn't going to be good. You're not going to be sleeping well. You're not going to, your, if your physical life isn't going well, your relationships can be hurting. If your relationships aren't healthy, that's going to affect the way you show up for your work. Everything is so connected. And that's why pursuing wholeness is the big dream that is the dream and it takes intentional retrospective examination of where are you how are you how is your soul what can we do in your schedule in your time to pursue wholeness who do you need to hire maybe you need a therapist maybe you need a spiritual director maybe you need a workout coach you know like When you are a healthy you, here's the beautiful bright side of this. When you step into a healthier you, you can overflow health to others. You can be the light in the world. You can be kind. You can be the salt of the earth. You can share the good news while being the good news. When you are a healthy, whole individual, you can share the good news of Jesus and your life can actually reflect the good news. Because sometimes the only Bible people are going to read is you. And that's scary, right? 
But if we are pursuing health in our finances, in our professional life, physical life, spiritual life, mental life, in our marriage and relationships, we can be the kind of person that when people get around, they feel elevated. They catch our joy. They catch the fruits of the spirit spirit that we are bearing in our lives as we are rooted and planted in the good news of Jesus Christ. Are you following me? I hope so. So honestly, once you really become healthy, you can fulfill your purpose. And here's the big thing. You can dream big dreams with God. Dreaming is such a God thing because God is the dream giver. Uh, Such a great book, The Dream Giver. Go pick it up. So amazing. Highly recommend it. But you can actually dream with God. I mean, think about your church, the church that you go to right now. Thank God, if you love it, thank God somebody had a dream to plant that church, right? And they were obedient to the calling on their life. When you are healthy and you dream with God, you can trust your healthy dreams because the ability to dream healthy is honestly linked to your ability to carry hope, right? When we dream for something, we're hoping for something. And to truly have hope, because we serve the God of hope, we have to also trust God and who he is, his goodness, his might, his strength to deliver from us. And like I said before, you're always dreaming. You just might not notice it. Here's the thing. Healthy people have healthy dreams. And I'm talking health in all sense, spiritual health, mental health. Healthy people have healthy dreams. If you are feeling very toxic, you're going to have toxic dreams. If you're feeling hopeless, you'll have hopeless dreams. If you're angry, you're going to have angry revenge dreams. If you are lustful, you'll have lustful dreams. If you're selfish and greedy, you'll have selfish and greedy dreams. If you are scared, you will have scared dreams. If you are hurt, your dreams will be hurt. If you are broken, your dreams will be broken. And that's why the foundation of dreaming, especially in the Dreamcrafting course that uh, we just put out, the foundation is you doing the soul work of healing and wholeness and letting go of the things holding you back and first to acknowledge it and then surrendering that to Jesus. Because I trust in God, because I know he is good and he's in love with me. And I know that he's the same way for you. He is in love with you. He's obsessed with you. That's why he sent his son to die for you. And because I can trust in his goodness, I can have dreams and hope for tomorrow. This is what I believe dreaming with God looks like. Romans chapter 8 verses 15 through 17. It says, this resurrection life you receive from God is not a timid, grave tending life. It is adventurously expectant, greeting God with childlike, what's next, Papa? That is, I just love that scripture. This is out of the message translation, Um, but it's It's really just a beautiful way to look at the kind of life and the kind of dreams we can have with God. We can be adventurously expectant, greeting God with a child like, what's next, Papa? Let's dream. Let's do something. Let's co-labor. What do you want from me? What's next? To me, that is what sitting down with God and dreaming big with him looks like. It's being cheerfully expectant and knowing that God has good things in store for my future. And that's really one of the core things behind the best is yet to come. The number one thing behind the best is yet to come is 
it's it's our salvation. It's it's eternal life. It's heaven. The best is yet to come. If you've lost a loved one who has gone on to glory, you can know the best is yet to come because you are going to go on to glory and heaven is going to be amazing. Like that is the core thing. The other thing is that with God, when we surrender, when we surrender our dreams to God and we trust God, we can carry hope. And in that hope, we can know that God works all things together for good. Therefore, we can be cheerfully expectant, adventurously expectant of how God is going to put all the pieces together. And we can know the best is yet to come. That doesn't stop us from having the core responsibility of taking charge of our, taking responsibility for our time on earth, for this gift of our life, for all the blessings he's given us and creating boundaries in our life, creating healthy limitations to practice moderation or from us just really being obedient to what God has called us to do. But that all comes down to our heart posture. We are 100% supposed to dream. We're 100% supposed to show up and give our 100 with the dream. We're, We're supposed to walk with excellence. What we're not supposed to do is show up with perfectionism that keeps us held back because it honestly is easier to go, you know what? I don't think I'm supposed to dream. I think I'm just supposed to be um, just this robotic, obedient Christian, and I'm not supposed to have big dreams for my life. um, So I'm not going to do it. Honestly, I feel like that's a hiding place for you to hide so that you don't have to put yourself out there. You don't have to worry about fear of failure, fear of rejection, and all those things. Whereas I, I truly believe God calls people to step out and to take action and pursue the dreams God puts on your heart. And so I hope this episode was helpful. Um, I know some people might have not needed this episode, but I think some people do. And I just want to confirm that in your heart that you are allowed to dream. You're called to dream. You have a beautiful imagination, but we do have to surrender our dreams to God ultimately and also look at our dreams and, and ultimately look at the health of your soul, the health of your soul and the heart posture of your heart, the toxicity in your heart has a lot to do with the dreams we'll have. Like if your dream is birthed out of comparison, for example, it can be really negative because uh, that's not that dream wasn't for you. That's just something you're coveting from someone else. And so it is important to sit with our dreams and to um, and to bring them to the Lord and to have godly counsel. But um, I just want to say, don't stop dreaming. <laughs> don't stop believing. You know, Don't stop dreaming. You are called to dream. You're called to pursue big dreams. And I think the enemy would love for you to think, man, I'm just not supposed to dream. That's not for me. Uh, because the, the point of your obedience for these dreams ultimately is for someone else on the other side to have kingdom and eternal impact. Our dreams, typically God dreams, are always about the other person on the other side of your obedience. When I started Horatio Printing, I honestly just wanted to have a planner for myself. I was excited to share it, but I really needed it for me. And my obedience unlocked a lot of blessing for other people. And it's not so much that I knew that from the very beginning, but God let it happen. Like sometimes a dream could be a little bit selfish at the beginning, but God can use anything for his glory. And so that is just my message for you today. It's to keep dreaming. You're allowed to dream. God designed you to dream. We just need to make sure that we are pursuing health and we're having an intentional 
lifestyle to make sure that we are pursuing health. So that is my message for you today. I cannot wait to jump back in tomorrow. I have an episode coming out I'm super excited about is all about how to map out your big dream. So if you have a dream or a project that you're wanting to map out, the next episode is going to help you map it out, get a timeline and get it going. So I'll see you there. Thanks for listening to the Dream Planning Podcast. I hope this episode has blessed you in some way. And if it has, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a quick five-second review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I read each and every review and it lights me up to see how this podcast is helping you. You can also share a screenshot of this episode on your social media. Tag Horatio Printing and Polly Payne and I will reshare you. I'm so excited to connect with you on a deeper level. Now before you go, I want to make sure that you know you are invited to join the Horatio Printing Academy and take our course the dream crafting course. I want to help you step into wholeness to dream big in confidence with God. And if you sign up on May 14th or any day after, make sure you're one of the first 50 students to sign up. Use the code FIRST50 to get $50 off plus a free gift in the mail and you'll get tons of other bonuses and goodies. You can sign up at thedreamerinyou.com. So go there to learn more. You could also jump into the show notes and grab the link there as well. I cannot wait to welcome you inside of the Dreamer Circle. Have a beautiful day and I truly believe the best is yet to come.